This is Kanzenshu, the podcast, episode 383 for the week of June 28th, 2015. The last episode before Dragon Ball Super. What is up? Welcome to Kanzenshu, the podcast. Uh, I think you peaked a little bit there. An extension of the all encompassing Dragon Ball. Oh my Ball god, I peaked like, terribly. Yeah, turn your volume down. It's just a little smidge. Okay, What's the name of the we, website, Heath? Uh, Kanzenshu. That's right. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. We are a little bit excited because we are one week out, just about. From Dragon Ball Super. Super. My name is Mike. Sometimes I go by Vegito EX. Mostly I just go by Mike. Joining me, Heath. Sometimes he goes by Hujio. Most of the time just by Heath. It's Heath. It's me. We're here. One week. We got one week. Uh, we're excited. We're a bit punchy right now. So you'll just have to deal with that fact. Dude, I'm so excited. This is a situation that we have sort of been in in the past. Things like the Jump Super Anime Tour special. Things like Battle of Gods. Things like Revival of F. Even things like Episode of Bardock. We've been on the cusp learning about new productions. Something feels different about Dragon Ball Super. Is it that it's a serialized TV series. I know serialized series, a little bit redundant there. Is it because it's TV? Come on. I think it's because it's going to be a weekly thing. Yeah. I mean, we've always had the buildup yep. of new movies, new features, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a one-time shot. You know, you watch it, you're like, that was, that. That was great, yep. or maybe I didn't like that, but then you're done. This is going to be every week for God knows how long. We, we don't know. I guess we can talk about that <laughs> in a little bit. I guess the closest has been Jocko, but Shueisha kind of blew their load ahead of time. So we knew what was coming, even though it was obvious what was coming. But still, that took, you know, a couple months, three months to get mm-hmm. through. Dragon Ball Super, we don't entirely know how long it's going to be. And that's exciting. Then you jump back to just Dragon Ball Kai in general. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no one, including Toei, knew how long Dragon Ball Kai was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So we're already talking about Dragon Ball Super. We are one week out from Dragon Ball Super. We're in a good position right now to kind of just regroup. I know we've been talking about it, but we don't get this opportunity to be in a position where we don't know anything. I mean, Konzenshu is a place where you come and you expect, well, they already have everything for me give me every bit of information <laughs> right now it's well it's a tv series um champa's the name of a character um was there i really like how even well we'll get to the news in a little bit but fuji tv's website right. just went up you go look at it it still only has Nozawa listed as right. like the only <laughs> cast person. And it's like, really? Uh, we know um, nothing. And I mean, nothing. Little asterisk there. We know three key facts. That's about it. It's such a cool and refreshing position to be in. And even if it ends up being a disappointment, I can't be disappointed because mm-hmm. I haven't felt this way in decades, dude. And the fun thing is, because I know people will mention it, but, but V-Jump running... The Dragon Ball Super manga. Right. I mean, that's only once a month. So it's not even like that's going to completely spoil everything. Yeah, yeah. It may just be a setup 
for what's going to come over the next month. Yeah, you know what? That's going to be the fun part is, yeah, they might give away a little bit. They are not selling the house on this one. They're being very close to the vest about it. Let's talk about that real quick. So what we're discussing is V-Jump, which is Shueisha's. It's not really a video game magazine. It sort of is. It's It's um, everything promotional. Everything. Yeah, if you go to their website now, it even, they kind of updated their tagline. Their anime, video game, manga, card game. Yeah, it's... It's Everything like, okay. that you can buy, merchandise and media. Mm-hmm. So it's published each month. It comes out on the 21st of each month, unless there's a holiday, something like Roughly. that. So each month, starting this month, which is June's issue, which is the August 2015 issue, just because that's how magazines work. This began the manga serialization of the Dragon Ball Super adaptation by Toyotaro, who we're 99.9 repeating percent sure is Toyable from the Dragon Ball AF fan comic. Um, did Dragon Ball Heroes victory missions, done some spin-off things, mostly all victory mission things. So he's doing the manga adaptation of Dragon Ball Super in V-Jump. And so this month we did get the first chapter. And as I said last episode, we'll talk more about the contents of that chapter next episode when we can compare and contrast with the TV episode itself. Which will be interesting because I'm really curious how much they actually show. That's the thing. And this is kind of where I want to take this mini discussion before the further discussions. Heath, I mean, this seems like maybe half an episode's content, maybe a full mm-hmm. episode's content. I can't see this content being more than an episode. Two would be a huge stretch. So that being said, it's a monthly publication. Now, when Victory Mission started, it was not, I mean, it was serialized, but it was broken up into little vignettes of a consecutive story. Very much what you would call a promotional series I mean, it still is, but it was the truest sense at the beginning of, here's just a couple pages, we want you to do this, and relate it to whatever mission is happening right now Yeah, in the arcade game. And then it just grew in popularity, and you could just see the chapter, you know, lengths getting longer and longer, and and more detailed, and actually having a story. I mean, when it started out, it was like, here's a guy, he throws down a card, this guy appears, they fight for one page, and what's going to happen next time? And then the next chapter would be completely different. A totally You'd new never story. never any resolution. Right. And it's gone to more of a story sort of, yeah. So where I'm going with that is, so knowing that Dragon Ball Super on TV is weekly, and Dragon Ball Super and V-Jump is monthly, and if this chapter, I mean, at the max, the biggest stretch with all the filler, maybe two episodes, and that's like disgusting. Do you think the manga adaptation of Dragon Ball Super will just continue onwards and be that much further and further behind each month or will they skip ahead and just tell little different stories along the way personally i think they're gonna skip ahead and i think it logically makes the most sense just because from a promotional standpoint yeah you want the new hotness yeah it makes no sense to start out being the new hotness and then you know maybe say after even two months gosh you're like eight episodes behind yeah so What are you going to do? No one's really going to want to read it because they already know what's going to happen because they've watched it. So I am super um, curious. I I think it's more of a, it's going to be a tease sort of thing, but I'm Mm kind of curious how they're going to really cover it because are they really only going to cover certain aspects of one out of every four episodes? Right, right. You know, how will this play out? I think is going to be interesting. And it could be that episode one wasn't even done yet. So Toyotaro <laughs> drew what he could. I would not be surprised <laughs> at all. Which brings us to our other point. We don't even have 
an episode title for episode one. We don't. Yet. We're a week out. So I will hopefully. No, we might not even. We will get to it. We will get to it. Yes. Because I have a couple things I wanted to point out about the trailer, which I thought were very interesting. I agree. We've been talking about this for a bit. We actually have some non Dragon Ball Super things to discuss. So we'll do our obligatory news segment and then we'll come back to Dragon Ball Super. Hold tight. So the first bit of news is actually Dragon Ball Super. And then we'll forget about Dragon Ball Super. Then we'll do some other stuff. Then we'll come back to Dragon Ball Super. Heath, we are getting a Dragon Ball Super Super Starch Guide <laughs> on July 3rd. A little too much Super for me. They have the kanji character Cho for Super literally on anything they can possibly put it on. And now it's in a row with itself and it's a bit much. It looks really weird because a lot of times when it's written online... On certain websites, yeah. there's no space in between the ch- right, exactly. between the two, so it's just super super. Like <laughs> what the hell? So this is going to be a magazine style thing, and as we were talking about mm-hmm. in our updates, we've had things like this before: the DBZ anime specials, uh, one and two, some older magazine style guidebooks. Those had the uh, original illustrated stories, one and two, in them. We've had cool things like this before, um, but it's been a while since we've had something like this. So uh, I'm looking forward to it in that regard. It's not the traditional guidebook Mm -hmm. or not even like the theatrical movie pamphlets which actually we haven't talked about this but there's no standard guidebook for revival of f there's only the theatrical pamphlet and that's different from battle of gods where we got two yeah it's um really kind of interesting i think i made a comment to you a couple weeks ago i'm like i'm really surprised no guidebook has showed up or shown up at all on online listings tied because there's usually always one and um so anyway, we're we're getting a new magazine book here. This one, I think, just personally, is more in line with what we got for Battle of Gods. You think so? Yeah. As far as that goes, I I'm really curious how much materials actually going to be in it i know like how much are they gonna have i i think it's gonna end up being pretty short it's only 750 mm-hmm. yen it's a good price uh you can buy it both on cd japan they finally put up a listing amazon japan as well um as i've been telling a lot of people lately the yen to dollar ratio is awesome right now it is so if you want to get awesome. some orders in and pick yourself up a backlog of guidebooks and magazines it's a good time i just ordered the start guide today did you? And I had some credit on CD Japan, so total I think I paid not even eight dollars. Yeah, it's it's pretty. So, good. Although I've been taking a little bit too much advantage of it, and I've been filling in some holes with things. I, I was yeah. getting some of the quarterly psycho jump that I forgot to get, you know, four years ago. It's a bad thing right now. So let's not talk about mm. my financial but uh, bad decisions. Yes. Um, so the one nice thing about these type of guides is they're usually in full color. Yeah. Um, right. They're nice sized. Uh, one website I had found actually listed the size of the book mm-hmm. and it seems to be on par with, uh, I'm trying to remember if it's a four, but, uh, Dragon Ball Z anime special specials. Yeah. Those, those guides are big. that had, yeah. So it's supposed to be around that size. So I'm kind of excited to actually get it see yeah, what it'll be like those are larger than a v-jump so again uh we don't know exactly what'll be in there we're gonna get a new comment from toriyama we're gonna learn about the mysterious characters Can i make a guess yeah <laughs> you think it's one we've already had yeah i think it's the same comment and then i think we'll get like all the reproduction comments that we've been getting since Probably. the announcement from nozawa and the producers and it's I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of recycled material with very little new, and that's just the way it is. (laughs) 
All right, let's ignore Super for at least five minutes or so. We'll come back to it. And uh, by next episode, hopefully we'll also not only have seen the episode, but have the book. So we can talk about that a little bit. The next news story I will sum up as... You're welcome. Extreme Butoden. You're getting it. You're welcome. The curse of the podcast. Within hours of posting last episode, Bandai Namco decides to announce Extreme Butoden for the Nintendo 3DS is getting a worldwide localization. It's coming out in Europe. It's coming out in Australia. It's coming out in North America. It's coming out in Brazil. You will be able to get it. We are very excited about this. And in fact, the pre-orders went up on Amazon. It's only going to be 30 bucks. So this is super Super exciting. I'm glad. And they're, it looks like they're keeping the same cover yep. and everything. So yep. it it should be on par what you were playing earlier, which will be nice. It's the first Butoden titled game to come out in North America. It's mm-hmm. 2015. <laughs> I finally get one. It's weird, isn't it? Francis Adam, good on them. You just got to deal with um, some replacement music. Well, that's the thing is, so what you're referencing is in Japan, the first pressing editions of the game came with a download code for Super Butoden 2 Super Famicom game, um, which this is a weird situation. So that game was also included on J Legend Retsuden, which I think was mm-hmm. a 2013 compilation on Nintendo 3DS. Um, that game was included as is with the original music. Now, this download version is essentially that ripped out of J Legend. It's got the exact same menu where you can change the screen ratio and pull up uh, inputs and all that stuff. I mean, the same borders. It is just ripped out of J Legend Retsuden, except the music is replaced. And they did announce this ahead of times a little asterisk on the bonus page of the extreme butoden thing um k noticed this as well our buddy k uh from japan on twitter mentioned this i certainly noticed it the replacement tunes in the game sound like the songs that they're replacing which of course in turn sound like songs that are probably ripped off of other things i've talked extensively about how cell's theme from super butoden 2 is just a pink floyd song so it's really weird how they took inspiration from songs that took inspiration it's super weird and then the question is did they replace the music knowing that that would get included with an international release and does that mean we're actually gonna get the game localized into english and if so that would be weird that would be totally weird be a little late (laughs) just a couple decades well whatever I, i gotta tell you I mean, Super Butoden 2 is kind of in my lifeblood. It is part of my, like, the very fabric of my fandom with this franchise. Playing Super Butoden 2 with weird music, it's it's fucking weird, man. Replacement music in this Super Famicom game, fucking weird. I can only imagine. Well, I can. I I watched Dragon Ball Kai. You've seen Kai, right. Uh, So that's the news. I'm excited. Extreme Butoden is coming. It's coming in October. Uh, you know, a couple varying dates within the span of about a week uh, across the world. Europe gets it first, October 16th. North America, October 20th. I think it's Brazil that gets it a couple days later on like the 23rd, something like that. But I uh, look forward to it. North America, physical and digital. So however you want to pick it up, you can get it. Hey, when are we getting Zenkai Battle? Apparently never, because they'll just keep updating the arcade version. I want that. I want that game so bad. We've been putting this in our predictions for so many years. Zenkai Battle Royale is like our last guardian or uh, you want you want to talk about what's going on with this? Getting some updates. Uh, If you want. Otherwise, we can move on. I'm never going to see it. So <laughs> I know. Doesn't it make whatever. you sad? So. All right. It's multiplayer arcade fighting. It looks super cool. 
We're apparently never going to get it. It's getting a 3.0 update. It got a 2.0 update, the Super Saiyan Awakening update a few years ago. Now we're getting a 3.0 update. And this is, I think a lot of people glossed over this and quite understand why these characters are getting added in there. Super Saiyan 3 Goku, Super Saiyan 3 Vegeta. It's the 3.0 update. They're adding the Super Saiyan 3 characters. Come on. What? Get it? I get it. They're smart. We're promised more updates. The one really exciting update we got so far this week is there's a rematch option coming where if you're teamed up with someone you like, you can continue. Well, that's nice. Sounds great for them over in Japan. Heath, one last thing before we get back to Dragon Ball Super, and this just came out today, and it seemed like really unfortunate timing because it conflicted yes. with the Dragon Ball Super trailer, but Funimation put up their uh, full-length official trailer for the English dub of Resurrection F, Revival of F, and uh, as we're recording, actually, we're recording a little bit early this week. We're doing it Friday evening here. Tickets are on sale. I actually purchased mine. We're not going to see it opening night, but we'll see it the next day. Uh, your initial thoughts on the dub trailer? It's about what I expected. The lines that they used all seemed right on par, um, which is what they've been doing lately, which is nice. And, um... Yeah, fancy that. They dub things accurately. I'm happy with Frieza, so... Who are the monsters that dislike... Really? ...airs as Frieza? We did, we... When we tweeted this out, we got a lot of tweets back of, like... Well, thanks for the trailer, but I don't really like Frieza. You're on the list, and you don't want to be on this list, but you're on the list. You are on Mike's list. That's right. I'm excited. I mean... I am. I'm I'm really excited to actually just go to the theater, relax, and enjoy it. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm really glad we can do that. I've, I've mentioned it's this 2015, before. Right? I mean, can you imagine the 1999 version of Vegito EX saying he's excited to go to a theater, pay money to go to a theater to have English dubbed Frieza blared into his ears. He could never fathom this being even a remote possibility. And I can't wait to go listen and just have him. Uh, I don't even know what the right adjective is for how he gets Actually into that like character. Frieza? Yes, Portrayal. That, it, that's Frieza. That is Frieza to me. And I love Frieza. Nakao is my boy. However, just hearing this interpretation brings a smile to my... I can not wait to go watch it and enjoy the salty tears of people who dislike it you're so mean is that why we get along because this these comments all seem like the text that we just shoot back and forth except now everybody gets in on that's it that's right a little of our behind the scenes uh we have some more dragon ball super news but it's basically our topic one of those things for the news and the topic are a little bit one in the same so let's stop this other news and go to that other news the dragon ball super news even though we already talked about the Super Start Guide coming out, uh, there are many other things to talk about, not the least of which is the 30-second preview. But Heath, the official Twitter account for Dragon Ball Super said they were going to do a 10-day countdown. So that was kind of exciting. Then we shot, we got a shot of a promotional poster, which apparently isn't done yet. I, I love that. <laughs> like nearly complete promotional poster next to the... Dragon Ball Kai poster. I, I, I picture some dude, two cigarettes in his fingers, sitting back. He's in Photoshop, presses V, presses down, down, presses up, presses down, sits back and goes, that's it. It's done. 
Like, what, what, what is there to do? You're done. It's fine. I mean, they already had all the key visuals. All right. So I, we've I talked about you. we've talked about how people have ruined images for us before. People have looked at this image, specifically the Goku image. Oh my God, this again! <laughs> and everyone said, "What is wrong with him? What's going on with his arms?" And our good friend Tanuki Joe, he's ruined this image for us. Goku is swimming. You will, you will never He's unsee it through space. You will never unsee it. Goku is swimming. So. I just don't know why his hand is turned backwards. If they just would rotate it. I told you, man, they don't know how to draw anymore. <laughs> so that was day anyway, 10. Can I just say how weird it is that having followed Dragon Ball for so long and now that it's finally in the 21st century, it is so weird to just be getting like Twitter updates and things like from Toei. It is. I mean, it gives a really bad insight into yeah. their development department, but... Yeah, maybe they shouldn't share so much. Yeah, I know. When when you think about how old Dragon Ball is, I mean, this has never happened when no, Dragon Ball Z aired. We never had anything it, it, like, like this. Like, hey, let's post this. Let's do online. This wasn't a thing. And it, it's almost like it's really weird because if you only ever followed Dragon Ball, you would think Toei is really new to this. Like, they don't really know this online marketing thing, do they? Mm-mm. But supposedly they do because they do it well with other series. <laughs> That was day 10. The day nine post was stay tuned for the next, which will be the final episode of Dragon Ball Kai. We will have the full length preview for you. Well, Heath, you found it before they were ready, apparently. Yep. Good job, Fuji TV. Nice. Why don't you tell us what's up here? So yeah, um, basically the night before this went up, I noticed, hey, Fuji TV is going to update their website. We came back the next morning and boom. They threw up a website for Dragon Ball Super, which is their standard practice. Not really sure why they did it just the week before, because a lot of times once a show is announced, they'll actually make a page for it Mm -hmm. months ahead of time. Right. But uh, such is Dragon Ball Super, as we found. And uh, so now we have a Fuji TV website and we have a Toei Animation website. And uh, that's pretty much all the official anything we're going to get for the series, which is pretty typical for anything that Toei Animation does. And the weird thing was, uh, well, they embedded the 30-second preview, which yeah. wasn't set to air just yet. Well, typically on, if you go to Fuji TV, like if you were to go there now to watch, which this is a whole nother discussion, Okay, you can go to Dragon Ball Kai's official Fuji TV yes. page, yes. and you can watch the 30-second next episode preview. Right, right. However, if you go to Toei Animation's official Dragon Ball Kai website, all of their next episode previews for Dragon Ball Kai are region locked, Mm -hmm. so you cannot watch them, which makes no sense because you can just go to Fuji TV. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, because they talk a lot, apparently, and they're all on the same page. No one has any idea what the other is doing. It's so funny. So it'll be interesting because I know for sure this 30 second preview for Dragon Ball Super will go up on Toei Animation. Mm -hmm. It will again be region locked. And you can either go to Consensu and watch it. You can go to Fuji TV and watch it. And now pretty much you can go anywhere on YouTube and just watch it because everybody has it. <laughs> it's up. Uh, so this this preview, it's uh, definitely, as we were talking about the, uh, the official Twitter account, quite a few tweets ago, they made a reference to the 15 second one being a short version, which meant that there was 
probably a longer version, which we assumed mm-hmm. would go up at the official website and didn't quite, the Toei Animation website. Well, here it is. We have it. It does definitely include most, if not all, of that content from the 15-second version. We have a lot of new stuff, most notably mm-hmm. being Shampa in there and the Whis equivalent, uh, likely Shampa's attendant. Uh, new shots of other characters and other characters doing different things. Beerus and Whis I love here. the shot of Bulma flying. There's some it just, cool to me, stuff. is such a throwback to the beginning yeah. of Dragon Ball. I mean, it's only 30 seconds, so where we're going to go from here for the rest of the episode, uh, we'll talk about this 30-second preview, and then we're pretty much going to go into speculation mode because, we again, we don't get this opportunity nearly often enough. We, we always know too much going into things. We're only a week out, and we know so little, and that's really exciting. And it's going to drive us crazy on a week-to-week basis. It totally will. <laughs> because so, this does not feel normal. What do you want to pull out of this? I love talking about outfits. We mentioned last time with the 15 second one, Goku is wearing his outfit from the Jump Super Anime Tour special. We see Goku in this wearing his kind of track outfit from the beginning of Battle of Gods. So Goku, uh, maybe not episode one, but over mm-hmm. the course of something, different outfits. When he changes into that, or at least within the, the preview that we see, he is training on Kaio's planet. Right. Which is where he's wearing it in Battle of Gods. And we will definitely so, get to this shortly. Yep. Um, it's exciting. So we do see Beerus and Whis. Beerus is up and doing stuff. And there's a great shot of Beerus and Whis interacting with Shampa and the mm-hmm. Whis equivalent character. Which is basically looks like Beerus egged him on about something. Something, yep. yep. And then Shampa gets all mad and he just turns to Wheeze and he's like, yeah, I got him. Now, Heath, you actually mentioned this to me earlier today. Um, mm-hmm. What about the design between Beerus and Shampa? What's the difference here? Other than Shampa's big. Yeah, I noticed this a little while back, basically when we first got the key visuals, but not only are their colors different, Beerus is blue, Shampa is I don't know, red, red, I guess we'll say. Yeah, red and it's black. like a pinkish red. But um, also on all their decor that they have on, um, Beerus has a orange diamond, and then down the front, he has diamonds as well, whereas on Shampa, he has all circles. It kind of has my mind going that as maybe we see more gods of destruction, basically they'll all look the same, but have different shapes and different colors of their outfits. And that may be the only difference between all of them. And here's the thing. Which would there, be kind of interesting. There hasn't been anything that's explicitly stated that Shampa is a god of destruction. And there's a line in the trailer where Goku says, Hakaishin Beerus to Shampa. And that's one of mm-hmm. those vague Japanese things yes. where it's, does Hakaishin, god of destruction, encompass both Beerus or is it god Which, of destruction Beerus and Shampa? Or is it god of destruction's Beerus and Shampa? When we were translating this this morning i was talking to jake and that was one discussion we had we're just like how how do we do this yeah because it can be so misleading to just tack an s on Mm -hmm. that in japanese isn't there yeah but it's not implying that it's not actually plural they just don't have a plural so i mean it's we're, a complete guess we're all assuming i mean he looks like mm-hmm. beerus it's probably and, and goku later like right after that he's like well they're gods at any rate exactly so 
we're assuming, okay, yes, they're all gods, and we're just assuming he's a god of destruction. He of could destruction be a god of something else. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, god of eating? I don't know. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. So there's that from the trailer. I'm talking about the dialogue specifically. Well, there. I guess I could say it. what we assume is his attendant. She also has circles on the front, mm-hmm. and Weiss has diamonds right. as well. Let's talk about Beerus and Weiss. We have a shot that a lot of people have criticized, I think a little rightly so, of Beerus fighting this weird giant red thing with multiple eyes and the animation there Beerus is just kind of standing there and there are fists flying mm-hmm. all over the place it looks a little bit out of Jojo's so Beerus is out and about I feel like we're gonna get to this discussion soon but it's the where on earth does this series take place and where on earth I mean in the timeline not necessarily <laughs> yeah. location just as wise. a phrase where on earth is this um mm-hmm. what else I I will say as far as that shot goes, I'm not holding my breath, but I'm just really hoping they're like, we need to include something. Let's just use this. And it's not actually completely done yet, mm. which yeah, is something we've seen in next episode previews before. Yeah, we totally so, have. Which is re- one thing I wanted to note. I always, I, maybe I'm the only one that, that caught it, but it's just one of those glitches, you know, things that the second you see it, it goes off in your head and you can't unsee it. And the 15 second preview that we got a few weeks ago when it ends it has goku you know on what we assume is kaio's planet kind of rubbing his head laughing yep and it just freeze frames yep and just holds it whereas now at the end we have an actual shot of goku yes (laughs) so it really i think that alone to me reiterated the point we don't have a lot of footage Mm -hmm. so here's what we have yeah yeah this is what we're putting in. And especially, I think, uh, the one screenshot that you put on, I thought was very appropriate because the background, mm-hmm. I guar- I would almost put money, guarantee they just stripped that straight out of Battle of Gods. Yeah, it looks very much like the end of Battle of Gods with beers and Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so before we get to these larger speculation discussions, uh, anything about the trailer that you specifically want to mention? Well, I guess we could get on something we didn't really talk about last time, and I think a couple of people kind of called us out on it, mm-hmm. but the music. That's true. Um, I, I, I noticed that as I was editing the show, I was like, damn, we didn't mention the thing at all. It's using the what will be the opening theme to Dragon Ball Super. I, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but I, I need more time with it. Yeah, I think it fits the trailers very well mm-hmm. um i will find myself humming it um but yeah just it is what it is it's what we're gonna be stuck with <laughs> um but just like anything else i think it'll grow on people it'll never compare to like chala head shala mm-hmm. it just that is what it is and part of the issue is that song existed existed so far ahead of when the series was domesticated in a lot of the world that 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 song people knew that song before they may have even seen an episode mm. it's things a lot of those things have been around for so long people just take it for granted i guess so to speak yeah that song is and, an institution at this point yeah i mean everybody associates it with that and that's always always the difficulty when you're coming into something that's brand new because you, you're always going to c- compare it to what it could have been and i don't think that's always fair but you know, that's why we're fans. That's, I, I want to say, our job to compare and contrast and complain and applaud. Right. And ultimately, it's our money and <laughs> we put it 
<laughs> where we want, whether they like it or not. Usually we're just going to buy everything, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, we, we didn't even specifically say that the song name is Chozet's Dynamic. It'll be from Kazuya Yoshi, who was the lead vocalist from the band The Yellow Monkey, who fans of my generation will know uh, as the, the band who performed Tactics, the first ending theme to Kenshin. Yep. I'm actually more than that looking forward to the Good Morning America song. I am too. I mean, Dear Zarathustra has grown on me so much. Like, I, I really know, love after that Kai, song. I, I really have started to listen to a lot more of their music. Yeah. And it's, I enjoy it's it. It's pretty good. So I mean, I'm, I'm really excited. It's straight up poppy, like, new era pop punk stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm enjoying it. And sometimes that's all it's about, you know? Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people will be like, oh, it doesn't fit Dragon Ball for me. And it's like, well, sometimes you just gotta enjoy it for what it is. I mean... That's that's one thing I've seen is a lot of people, and this is how I feel, have made the comment, yeah, maybe the animation doesn't look that great. Maybe this doesn't sound the way I want. But goddamn, I am fucking psyched. This is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. That's what you get with the new series. And that's one nice thing that I've really enjoyed seeing is even though people have complained and the people that have complained themselves will even say, you know what, I know I'm complaining, but goddamn, I am so excited <laughs> about this. <laughs> it's right. like Anything else out of the trailer? Because we got speculation shit to get into. No, I don't think so. I thought it was a good trailer. It is what it is. I was disappointed there was no actual episode title yeah. at the end. Well, that was, I think we were alluding but, to that earlier. Yeah, every episode preview we've ever had before gives us an episode title. We haven't gotten that in Weekly Jump. We haven't gotten that in V-Jump. We didn't get it in this preview trailer, which is likely going to air as is with the episode of Kai this weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they'll adjust it slightly, but probably not. That's weird. Have you guys not made a title card yet? Have you guys not? Maybe not. Even titled the episode maybe like, not. how does that happen because i've even um i've been keeping track of a lot of uh online listings like tv listings and stuff yeah so i've been keeping track of a lot of tv program listings online mm-hmm. and they'll list oh dragon ball super starts this date new series it just none says of that them, yeah yeah none of them have episode titles or anything no nobody has it but toei right if they even have it all right dude yes all right speculation time i'm ready we have arrived at this point in the conversation when does dragon ball super take place um pre dragon ball z battle of gods i i don't know really at this point how you could really think it's anything else but i i suppose it's possible so i guess we have to take it back to that statement that dragon ball super will link up with the films battle of gods and revival of f it from everything we've seen so far it really does seem to be it's maybe before or after or around the same time as the jump super anime tour special i mean that allusion to goku's outfit is too coincidental to be coincidental i would not be surprised at all if there is some sort of reference right to it like it just episode. happened tarble just left something like that which is really funny because a lot of people have said wait so does that mean we could possibly get that released here by funimation we'll see yeah we'll see so because it's funny because we've had a lot of references to it in films and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so um, then the next question is, okay, that can work, except for the mm-hmm. fact that beer seems to be awake. And we I know we've talked about this a little bit. You look at Revival of F, and we're not going to spoil anything too big here. I mean, you know Beerus is in Revival of F. That's like a main 
kind of selling point. And as we saw in Battle of Gods, he was supposed to go to sleep for three years. Well, he's awake in Revival of F. Well, he's supposed to be asleep for these past few decades. That doesn't mean he can't get up. But then when you think about the dialogue in Battle of Gods, he really seems to have been completely out of commission and know nothing about what's been going on. So it seems weird for him to be awake if this is pre-Battle of Gods, but still... So- Boo era. Here's the thing. Okay. And and this is my one caveat because I've actually put some thought into this. Yeah, yeah. Of I don't know why. So if you go back and you watch Battle of Gods, yeah. it's not there's no way to be like, okay, this is an actual order of events. Mm-hmm. Because we start out on Kaio's planet. Goku's there training. The Kaioshin are kind of watching Beerus. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, he's waking up. Or he is awake, you know, whatever it is. And it is very plausible that those scenes are actually not in order at all. It's just more of a, this is how we're going to start the movie. And then now, boom, okay, let's backtrack to he's waking up, this happens. Because of what we know for Dragon Ball Super, that he is out kind of looking for the Super Saiyan God. He's destroying planets. I mean, that could very much happen in between when Whis tells him about oh, Goku killing yeah. Frieza. Okay. And then so I mean it's weird because in a three because you see this a lot even in regular theatrical films where things are not laid out. They're they're laid out in a way to not actually happen in event like yeah. Within I, I get what you're saying. Within actual time context. I do. Hold, but, hold, yeah. So hold on a second so, here. I, I get what you were saying. I was going to start taking issue with things because I was going to say mm-hmm. that makes sense except for the fact that everything that Kaio and Goku are doing in Battle of Gods makes everything feel sequential. So I think that is all does. still sequential. So I think where you're starting to go here is that maybe some of the events in Dragon Ball Super are taking yes. place during Battle of Gods. Mm-hmm. And That's so they're kind of weaving in and out amend it where earlier you'd ask and i said pre battle of gods mm-hmm. it's i think we're going to have pre slash during battle of gods all right and that kind of leads um, to- i think it's going to not only link up but it's going to really start to intertwine and i think the overall question is going to be are we going to get a retelling yeah that was my next it, question are we going to yep. hit a point where they're just like okay now we're going to play battle of God. <laughs> yep that's the <laughs> thing uh, i've seen a lot of people say are they retconning battle of God? i mean everyone's so hyped up on I canonicity seen, I, these days but no it's a valid question man retcon of like you're not really retconning it's more of a we're just expanding on it we made a film that's only this long and now we're going to expand it out but if they change enough events i can see people getting really confused and fed up with (laughs) Mm -hmm. being consistently told this is what happened no wait this is what happened no actually this is what happened well i love it because it's gonna absolutely hysterical for me canon debates and i will just sit back and watch but that's could, a whole could story. we get a situation here where they, I mean, just like you said, they're either retelling the movie or they just stop Super for a week and play Battle of Gods for two weeks and then come back to Super? That would be the most bonkers bullshit for them to do. I wouldn't even know how to begin talking about and explaining that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. That would I be so at this point, weird. But. But it would be the weirdest thing ever, especially since they've already played the film on TV. in an extended version yeah, yeah. on TV. And I think you would even piss off a lot of fans in Japan of, wait, we went and saw this in theaters. 
why are you showing this to me? That's that's the thing. I mean, the the Bardock retellings are are one thing because those are decades apart from different authors. This is you're telling me Toriyama's involved and it's only been two years. Now you're telling me this didn't happen. I mean, we don't know that this is the case, but this is a scenario maybe that could play out. I mean, um, you know, one thing to always consider is Toriyama's involved. Mm -hmm. And he don't give a crap. Yeah. And not only that, though, he's been praised by a lot of people of going somewhere with a story and all of a sudden having to flip on a dime and change it and making it work. Right. I mean, so I've always said just, that about the seller. You never know. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention here, a lot of people have mentioned, I think it's worth mentioning, uh, Beerus and Shampa are interacting. Um, we haven't heard about Shampa before. Goku mentioned Shampa in the dialogue, but that could just be promotional narration dialogue. So if we're... if we learn about Shampa before the events of Battle of Gods, but then Battle of Gods takes place and no one talks about Shampa. But that could also just be like the end of the manga where no one mentions Beerus. Well, and it could be another situation. Again, we haven't seen it, but we at this point have no proof that Goku really within the series mm-hmm. ever met right. Shampa. I mean, it could just completely be flashbacks. They interact. In the future. And then whenever, say, you know, this is still speculation but mm-hmm. at some point out maybe even between battle of gods and uh resurrection f then he meets them mm-hmm. and during resurrection f champa's not around because he went off to go do something but then in the series he comes back at, mm-hmm. you know we don't know um i think it would be really interesting if goku meets him in this first episode yeah i think and it's supposed would, to be yeah. like before battle of gods that, well that's the thing because that would be weird he's not supposed to know about these gods right so that would be weird for him to know about shampa before meeting beerus wouldn't it be so weird if it's boo arc ends dragon ball super begins battle of gods takes place dragon ball super continues revival of f takes place dragon ball super continues End of manga happens. I I don't know that I could take one new piece of media taking place during so many different parts of the series, all within this 10-year span. It is so weird how much we went from not knowing about these 10 years to, oh my god, apparently all this stuff happened, (laughs) but nobody cared when Oob came around to say anything. And then we are stuck with that comment from Bulma of uh, just saw you five years ago. So everything's got to be within this five year span because then he can't yeah. see anyone for five years. Which could be completely possible. Or they could change that entirely too. So yeah, I I don't know at this point. I'm I'm excited because I'm more or less, I want to see where this goes. I want to see what me they too. do with the story. I, wanna sit, I just want to sit back and say, tell me a story. What do you got? Yeah. And at this point, I don't know, maybe it's just because we're in our 30s, but it's like, you know what? I'm not, if if certain little, like, tiny things start to contradict each other and not quite make sense, I don't think I'm going to lose a lot of sleep over it. I mean, I may kind of complain, and I, I say this now, and I know in, like, two weeks I'll be Oh, yeah, you'll change your mind. that? Yep. But, you will. You'll be you mad know, about it. If it is something major, I'll definitely be like, okay, this just doesn't make sense. But I don't know. That, I feel yeah. a lot more comfortable with it right now i'm on that team where it's if you start changing what happened in battle of gods wait that Mm -hmm. that just happened don't tell me that it didn't so yeah i think it will happen but i think things won't line up so (laughs) you'll have to accept everything and it's weird because we've had this whole 
whole discussion, assuming that everything all takes place at this one time frame within this one universe. Right, right. So who knows? We could have alternate universes, multiple. I mean, Shampa just came to visit and uh, he's going to steal Goku for a while. But when Goku comes back, time hasn't changed. You know, God, I don't know what could happen. If we're going to talk universes, I would love this shot through space and you get a glimpse of these different universes. I would love to see Goku versus Baby happening in one. Goku fighting Demigra in another. Oh my gosh. The, the event of nice. Dragon Ball Online happening in another. I would love All to see that. All the things they could just throw in. Just acknowledge that. And then like the Trunks' feature. Well, no, because that's a timeline within the universe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would love for them to acknowledge that everything is happening. So therefore, nothing makes sense. That would make my day. This is more of those salty tears that sustain me. By the time this series ends, Toriyama just has rewritten everything so that literally nothing has happened. It was just all, all nothing. It's all a bad dream. Bardock wakes up in bed next to Gene. I had the strangest dream. And then there's Goku in his pod. Yep. Looking way older than he should. Right. Raditz sitting there sucking on his thumb. It'd be really weird. Let's write this all out. We'll submit it. They'll go with it. Mike and Heath's fanfic. <laughs> Bardock wakes up. The end. That's a million bucks right there. I'd retire. I can't believe we just did this. And as usual, right as we're ready to go to press, we get a little bit of extra information. Uh, Right when we're getting ready to post this podcast, I'm recording this little insert on Monday. We recorded the rest of the episode on Friday. We learned today uh, the first episode title for Dragon Ball Super and a little bit about the first episode's contents. This comes from today, this week's issue of Weekly Shonen Jump over in Japan. It's the number 31 issue for this year, 2015. So the first episode title will be Who Will the 100 Million Zen? peace reward go to question mark exclamation point now if you've read the uh, manga adaptation of dragon ball super you know a little bit about what that's referring to but in addition to that the little bit of synopsis here gives us uh, some more information it reads with the earth at peace goku earns money six months after the fierce battle with majin buu while the days pass peacefully goku works tilling the soil like chi chi had ordered him while still finding time to train meanwhile newlyweds gohan and videl are living happily but again question mark exclamation point so a couple key things pull out of there apparently dragon ball super will start and again there's more conversation to be had here heath and i just had some of that conversation we'll continue to have this conversation uh dragon ball super will at least start six months after the battle with majin buu this places it before even the jump super animator special which is two years after the defeat of majin buu um and especially battle of gods which is two years after those events four years after the battle with majin buu then additionally we get this little splash here go tenon trunks this week now it's curious are we going to get this kind of more often in weekly shonen jump kind of promoting the hijinks of the kids is this going to be the b story to the a story in every episode and you think about uh good writing you traditionally have the a story which is the main thing going on you have the b story which are some of the hijinks is a great word some of the hijinks on the side helps flesh out the world what's going on a little bit more time with other characters go tenon trunks this week what do they pick for a wedding gift goten wants to give gohan a wedding present and trunks offers his advice what item do they end up picking again this promotional splash is all super vague and sometimes based on unfinished information or they could have been referring to just an earlier point in the series when they 
wrote this and were thinking about it and they don't think about how people are going to interpret this information. So it's going to be tough. We're not going to know what we know until we know it. And that's just how it is being a Dragon Ball fan with these new productions in this new era. And beyond that, uh, the only other last like little inserts I want to do here is just that Dragon Ball Super, the uh, official Twitter account, they're continuing their countdown. Today's update with six days remaining was a tease of the ending themes animation. We get what will be the final shot of that animation uh, close up on Goku's smiling face. I think... uh universally we all agree this is a pretty good looking shot so i think we have high hopes for this ending animation all right so that's enough of my little insert here i will get this in i'll get the show done and uh back to the rest of the episode here isn't this fun though i mean i'm having fun we can do this every week I'm excited. My voice is getting a little higher. It's cracking a little bit. It's late at night. I don't mm-hmm. know what's happening anymore. I know we've mentioned it over and over. And I think even when Super was first announced, we talked about it with Mary of just, this is so unprecedented to be going into something where nobody yeah. besides yeah, yeah. key staff have any idea what's going to happen. And arguably, I mean, there's they no manga. Either. It's not based on anything. It's literally just came out of Toriyama's head. And they animated it. It's so exciting. So I don't know what else to add. Yeah, I really don't. Um, this is the kind of thing that we are good at, where we got a 30-second preview trailer, and yeah, we talked about news and stuff, but we somehow came up with an hour-long podcast. We could go longer. I can make shit up. No, I'm I'm tapped out at this point, and I, I assume the listeners are as well. I think we've talked about pretty much everything we wanted to talk about. I do want to wrap things up. Um, this was a, a last-second thing. I asked for people's thoughts on Twitter. What were your uh, last-minute predictions for Dragon Ball Super? Most of the responses were sarcastic yeah thanks that worked out great once one person does it everyone does it and i encouraged them by retweeting so that didn't work out so well you only have yourself to blame i do only have myself to blame so let's pick out a couple things uh keith says super sign four is retconned keith do you think we will go past the end of the oob stuff into time territory of gt honestly i don't think so yeah i don't think so either um but but that's just me i i don't think that's something they even want to approach i i know fans may want it and that's great but i I just don't see him doing it. All right. Jet Jaguar says there is no new series and this was all an elaborate prank. And I would totally believe that. I can see that happening. Well. Uh, John says Shampa will be a weakling. What would you think about that? That, I don't, gosh, I don't know. I don't know what I would think. That would, I think that would be strange. What What? what do you think about that? I, I think that would be. I feel like I would be a little disappointed. That's almost too expected in mm-hmm. an unexpected way. I don't yeah. know. I I mean, it's cliche for Mike to say, but I don't care about the strengths. I just want an engaging character. Yeah. That's that's all I need here. But I mean, ridiculously weak would just be, think, a little strange. Yeah. Considering if he truly is a god of destruction, maybe whatever universe he's from is absolutely, there's nobody strong. I don't know. All right, let's see. Anyway. Ricky says, Mr. Satan and Mr. Boo get caught up in a wacky scheme to make it look like Mr. Satan has defeated the god of destruction. I don't know. That's kind of the same thing again. Yeah. I could see it happening. I don't know if they will, because that just seems very similar to everything that's ever happened with Mr. Satan. Mm-hmm. But um, Willie says the series will end up retconning, if only slightly, Battle of Gods. I certainly hope it retcons nothing more. 
without talking about what we were talking about. I there. agree with that. Um, here's an interesting one, Josh, buddy Kendamu. Gohan gets super strong looking again at some point to coincide with his build at the end of the manga. Yeah, I've really been wanting to point out to people that the Gohan that we see in Resurrection F, and as we see a little bit here in Dragon Ball Super, he's basically wearing the outfit he's wearing at the end of the manga. People always seem to forget about what the characters look like at the end of the manga, and Toriyama's commented on it before, um, but he's definitely well, thinner, and, and that's just Toriyama's art yes. style, but I mean, if you want to go with the inconsistency there, yeah, he's he's not as bulked up as he is later. And that's in large part just because, what, they're in two chapters, Yeah, and right. Gohan really is more so... I believe in, well, what, the end of 517, and then in 518, you see him a little, but beyond that, he's just always in the stands yeah. with everybody else. Right, right. So you hardly see him. Uh, Jacob says, no good animators for the first episode outside of the opening and ending. Shida Naotoshi will storyboard one of the early episodes. Seeing a lot of people looking for Shida here. I agree with that. Mm. It would be so nice to see him come back. Everybody's busy. Toei is slammed with animation right now. So, right. which is one thing we discussed. I, what does I that get, mean for Dragon Ball? We're doing this now because Dragon Ball Kai is ending yep. and it's a perfect opportunity to start this up, but God, you have like no animators available. Right. <laughs> so this'll be an interesting ride. All right. A couple last ones here. Mr. Indecisive Piccolo gets the spotlight. He deserves also boo becomes evil again. Uh, I can see Piccolo getting some stuff here. I could too. Be nice. I think it'd be nice. It's definitely, I think on Toriyama's radar more. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's, he's mentioned it and you see it in resurrection F. So it is, it is definitely possible that he will finally be like, all right, I'm going to give all of these, I guess, side main characters more of a role. I, I want to see police officer. Yes. That'd be great. Good stuff. A little bit with the jobs here. All right. We have mm-hmm. uh, one more of them. going to wrap it up with. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. This is from B. Skason will appear nude every episode. And that's a fact because no one can disprove it. That's right. That's right. Burden of proof is on us, I guess. A week from now, not quite a week from now, but, you know, a week from probably when you hear this episode, we will know what the first episode of Dragon Ball Super contains. And we may not actually know the answers to a lot of the questions that we asked this episode anyway. Yep, pretty much. It It is an interesting world that we live in now. It is. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs> and it will continue to be interesting. Oh, all right. We've been plugging away at stuff on the website, trying to do whatever we can to prepare. I don't have oh my God. anything in particular it's to plug. It's been exhausting. Just trying to do everything and then more and then all the other bullshit that comes along with running a site. It sure is a job. I loved dealing with our uh, firewall oh, service. Yeah, and then we had firewall the, stuff going on. Day. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Cool. Well, dude. The plan for Dragon Ball Super is we're going to try and get as many of us as we can. Uh, Mary's committed to it. I've committed to it. Hopefully you have. If it's, uh, are we doing Sunday? Are we doing immediately after? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh, man. Scheduling is going to be fun. It will be because it's July 4th weekend for us uh, here in the USOA. I can't believe... You know, I talked to all of my my cohorts at Consensu, Uh and apparently... I was the only one that realized that's the 4th of July. Jake's like, oh, I didn't even realize that. And Julian had no idea. Well. I don't think he's used to the time change (laughs) Julian has no idea what's going on right now. And our town is doing festivities on like the 2nd, so it's... 
Mm-hmm. It's weird. So I think for me, it's like 7 p.m. on the 4th of July. For you, it's, it's 8, 8 p.m. Yeah. For Jake, it's 2 in the afternoon. Yeah. So we will figure it out. We are looking forward to Dragon Ball Super. It would be great to get an official announcement of a license in the simulcast by then. I'm not holding my breath. I'm not either because I don't want to die. No. <laughs> be holding it for quite some time. All right, yeah. it's getting late. I'm going to go crash. Heath, it's been a pleasure, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been fun. Yuppers. And I look forward to what this all will bring us. We'll either all become closer together or we'll just all hate each other even more. Both are likely scenarios. Yes. <laughs> there will come a point where the two of us throw it down and there are lawyers involved and we're splitting up the assets. Mike, I want a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and Julian and Jake are in the middle like, Daddy and Daddy are no, fighting. We're going to split up the kids. Okay. We get every other weekend. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of kids, Heath, I don't think we've mentioned what? this since, oh. since it's happened. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had all sorts of crazy things going on. So back um, March, March 18th, um, my wife gave birth to our beautiful daughter. So... Now I have two children. That's right. The Kanzenshu family yeah. grows further. Now the children are equal to the actual staff members. Yep. There are four Kanzenshu babies. Four of them. Mine don't quite know Japanese, though. <laughs> right. They got to get on that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, obviously the rest of us have known, but congrats, dude. I'm glad everyone's Thank you. doing well. And it's, we just uh, kind of haven't mentioned it here on the show in a few months. I think uh, one podcast episode, you're like, hey, you mind if we talk about it? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Sure. And then it just never came up. <laughs> the uppers. So, so, yep. No, very excited. It's, it's been an interesting time having two kids, running website, working full time. It's it's fun. Yes. I mean, so the next no time no one envies me, I'm sure. The next time <laughs> you send an angry email or tweet asking about anything in particular at all, reconsider. Yes, please. I mean, we understand, but we we don't sympathize with you. <laughs> <laughs> you just make us drink more. Yeah, mostly. Oh, uh, all right. Let's wrap it up before we incriminate ourselves further. Well, this has been further. a podcast. <laughs> sure so, has been a podcast, Heath. Yes. Uh, Thank you for joining us, everyone. We've enjoyed being in your ears, and we hope visually you can enjoy Dragon Ball Super with the rest of us. That's right. www.kanzenshuu.com. That is Kanzenshu. You can listen to us talk about the news, uh, talk about the topics. You can visit the site. You can read all the news. You can read all the content and translation work and all that stuff. We got Julian and we got Jake along with Mike and Heath. Those are the two guys. The lattermost two names are the people you are listening to right now. There will be us and or more different people next time you listen here on the show. That is it. I am done. Heath, wrap it up. Oh, I'm kind of tired. I hear you, man. Good night. Good night.